Hello again. It's been a really, really long time, I know. I'll be honest, I've been very, very lazy and have procrastinated with recording these episodes. I have been sort of consistent with writing them. So here they are. I am releasing all of them up to now. So back in February, we were trying to get away from the awful New York weather. So I started looking at flights to Florida. Um, We had originally bought tickets to Puerto Rico and were so excited to plan our next adventure. We heard about the luminescent lagoon, the hiking we could do there, and some diving for Tim, of course. But alas, we planned all of this before finding out about our little one who is on the way. And unfortunately, Puerto Rico is on that annoying and dreaded Zika map. So we had to cancel our trip. We did get a refund, thanks to a a doctor's note. But sadly, our adventure had to be tweaked a lot. I was staring at that Zika map for a while. All the places that interested me were in that bright red warning color. Costa Rica, Mexico and most, if not all, of South America, sadly. I was done with the cold and confused with emotions and feelings about pregnancy. I needed to get out of here. So I started to look into Florida. But it was so expensive. Of course it was. Every New Yorker wants to get out of here during this time. $600 to $700 flights, $500 a night for a nice hotel, I basically wanted a room that you open the door and you and your feet are on the sand. Then a few more steps and there is the ocean. For the f- very first time in my life, I looked into resorts. I wanted to just sit, let the sun touch my skin and do nothing. I kept on doing some research when all of a sudden I thought about Italy. I did an opera program in, in Italy 10 years ago and fell in love with the country, the food, the culture, the language, and of course, the wine. I knew the weather was not sunny Florida, but I checked flights, and there they were, and and there they were, $450 round trip tickets. Done, off we went. We booked them and booked our Airbnbs. I bought an Italian grammar book to get my rusty Italian going again. I probably only did the first unit, I believe. And I, I, I so regret that now. I had the time, but instead I was wasting my valuable time on other unimportant things like Facebook. So off we went. I was so nervous. My uncle had just passed away and my parents were coming back from Mexico. I hadn't seen them in a few weeks and I was just nervous about everything. The flight there was horrible. I was amazed to see how tight the seats were on an international flight. Are you kidding me? Eight hours of this? And of course, I got stuck in the middle seat of the middle section. Tim was sitting on the aisle seat to my right. For those of you who do not know Tim, he is 6'3". And I really don't know how he is able to be okay with those seats. I am five feet. And I was not okay. Not only this time because I am pregnant, but always. I remember traveling used to be such a luxury. And 
Now it's not. Now it's such an ordeal. The majority of flight attendants are not nice. The, seat, the seats are very uncomfortable. And let's not even go into the whole airport experience. We did get global entry, by the way, which is so worth it if you travel a lot. Anyway, there was a moment where I thought I was going to go crazy. The woman on my left is sleeping. Tim is sleeping and I need to get up to move my legs. I felt guilty trying to wake Tim up since he was completely passed out. But that was such a big mistake. I waited and waited until finally I couldn't take it anymore. I had to pee so badly. So I, I woke him up, which was fine. And we later agreed that I should have had that seat on, on the aisle. I had a miserable flight. I did. They didn't even feed us. We had snacks, thank God, but my stomach was a mess when we finally landed. We landed and we made it to our, our Airbnb. We went out to explore Rome that night and finally passed out. We woke up the next day around 11 a.m., later than expected, but at least we rested. We spent the first week in Italy. We visited Rome, Florence, and Venice. I was shocked to see how busier it has gotten over the last 10 years. Not that I am complaining, I, I promise, but the crowds were overwhelming. The selfie sticks were unbearable and the amount of cameras and smartphones, mine included, by the way, at the Uffizi and Academia were sh was shocking. But I was happy to be back in a culture that for some unknown reason I love so much. My Italian was not great, but I was happy to see that I was able to communicate and slowly it came back. I really need to work on my conjugations. I did some Duolingo, but I so wish I have spent that time with my grammar book instead of Facebook. We then went to Seville. We were there for Semana Santa. Oh my fucking God. I am still trying to come up with the right words for that experience. Nothing like I have ever seen. Seville celebrates Semana Santa like nowhere else in the world. Each church has their own fraternity or brotherhood, sisterhood called hermandades. Each church gets to have a procession where they take out their specific saint, virgin, or Jesus. They decorate their paso or float, and they all dress up in those hooded attires. They walk around the city on their way to the cathedral and then back to their church. Some for a few hours, others for about 14 hours or more. The weather in Seville was beautiful, but definitely very, very hot for the ones under these hoods and carrying the pasos. It was a fascinating yet crazy experience to spectate. The whole city is in it. They close the streets. At one point, we got stuck in a procession trying to cross the street to get to our Airbnb. People are in scooters, with strollers, in wheelchairs, crutches, barefoot, you name it. The city before 1 p.m., when the processions usually start, was stunning though. We got to see the Alcázar, and for all of you Game of Thrones fans, it is basically Dorne. The cathedral was stunning, the little streets, crossing the river to Triana, the morning coffee at the local bar, the flamenco. We got to see three shows, two at establishments and the other one on the street. After that, we took a train to Madrid. It was rainy and cold. And honestly, I was done. For the first time in all of my trips, I was ready to come home. But we still had three more days to enjoy and explore. 
I had already been to Madrid but about seven years ago and I didn't recognize most of it. We visited museums, met up with an old friend that I hadn't seen in almost 20 years and enjoyed all of the delicious tapas restaurants. This whole episode sounds like I am complaining. I know. And maybe I am a bit. Because traveling pregnant was hard. Especially the way your father and I like to travel. I became frustrated sometimes at myself and my body for not keeping up with my mind. I felt guilty for having to take a cab back to the Airbnb to rest. I kept on telling Tim to go explore, but he stayed with me and rested as well. Museums killed me. I love museums, especially the Prado Museum in in Madrid. But that was the one where I went to the bathroom, locked myself in the stall and almost fell into tears of exhaustion. My body was tired. My mind was tired. I wanted to come home, to the comfort of home, to my parents, to my routine, to my couch. I think we planned a very busy trip. This was not really the typical baby moon where I get to wear a bathing suit and show off my belly. No. Here I got to wear sweaters, jackets, and scarves, and sometimes my hat because it was too cold. I didn't get to have wine or any other fun cocktails or prosciutto or jamón serrano. Well, I did. I did try some and had one glass of wine, but that's it. (laughs) But not as the traveler that I usually am. But I must say that I love, love, love that we did this trip. I learned so much about myself in this trip. I always want to make others feel good. I want to make sure they are okay. I want to please people. I kept on apologizing to Tim for not being my usual self, and he said, stop apologizing. This is our trip, and you are pregnant. We will take our time, and if we can't do certain things, we won't. We will come back to Italy and Spain. We will come back and explore more of these two incredible and beautiful countries. I will get to drink all the wine I want. This time was to remind myself of why I am so lucky that it all began for me 10 years ago. Ten years ago, I traveled by myself for the first time. I came to Italy by myself, and that planted the seed. I have been traveling ever since. Aside from difficulties I experienced, I had many, many wonderful moments where I felt so grateful to be where I was. I actually felt the baby move for the very first time in Seville. I was on the bed resting, and there it was. (laughs) It felt like bubbles and oh, so very magical. I love traveling, and I'm so excited for when we take our child on trips. We have already started looking into baby carriers for travel. So I want you, my son or daughter, to see as much of the world as you possibly can. Eat all kinds of food, meet all kinds of people, speak as many languages as you possibly can and want. There is so much to see and so much to learn.